Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our fourth episode. Today on our episode, we have someone super, super special with us. Karina, would you like to introduce her? Yeah, so let's give a warm welcome to one of my best friends, Leah. Thank you so much, Leah, for being our first guest on the channel. So today we are going to talk a little bit about who is Leah and why we brought her here. So Leah, can you introduce yourself a little bit for us? Yes. So as we already said, my name is Leah. My name is Leah Croft. Uh, I am 25 years old. I am married for two years now. I am an esthetician. I have been certified for about five years now, uh, but in the industry for much longer. Uh, I recently opened up my own business in aesthetics, uh, a home salon, so private uh, studio. And yeah, that's where I'm at in life right now. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Well, cool. Thank you for answering and sharing about who you are. Um, so we're going to start by asking you a little bit of questions, if you don't mind. May we? So how did you start your business on your own? Yeah, well, I mean... I am not the type to easily take risks. I am the kind of person who will pick up a article of clothing that I like and clench onto it and debate whether or not I deserve this or I should get this throughout my whole shopping trip and put it down at the last second. That's just me. <laughs> that sounds um, that sounds very <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Some would know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just a hesitant person. I like to play things safe and I probably would have never... Uh, started my own thing if it weren't for my amazing husband, uh, Zachary, Zachary Croft. He uh, is a risk taker. He is um, really good at weighing calculated risks out. So he he's always supported me in what I do. I love what I do. I tried my best. I did pretty well in my schooling for aesthetics and just knew it was for me right away. I loved working in the industry. It just confirmed every day it was for me, but I always had in the back of my mind that one day I'd want to start my own thing and I don't think I would have done it at age 25 this year in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> if it weren't for my husband's belief in me and his support so I hardly know how I just decided to do that it just happened and I just got started I got excited and <laughs> here I am so yeah that's uh, that's that and how long have you had your business now? So actually, uh, I'm going to have to double check the exact date, but um, February, so this month, will have been exactly one year. Wow, I that's amazing. Yeah. Hey. Ooh, <laughs> Congrats. Thank you. We love a boss bitch. Yeah, no. <laughs> so do you work on your own? I do. I don't have any employees. Uh, my So we turned a third bedroom into our house into a uh, into my studio. So it's close enough to the front door. They, my clients do have to kind of walk through uh, my living room, but not a problem. It's an excuse to keep my house clean, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, so yes, and uh, I work on my own. Uh, so I take clients one by one and yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Um, so I have another question for you. What services do you offer um, in your spa? Yeah, I offer a variety. Um, so for the last year, I have been offering uh, facials. So a variety of facials, acne, um, acne facials, anti-aging, classic for all skin types, uh, even an express facial. And I also offer skincare products. So I work with the Nelly Diverse line, and um, so I offer the retail as well. 
I do hair removal, so waxing. Uh, I do hand care and foot care, so I have a variety of different pedicures and manicures available with both shellac shal- uh, <laughs> <laughs> slash gel, as well as regular polish, after like spa treatment versions, and makeup. So makeup I've been doing for years, uh, even before it was <laughs> technically certified, you know, friends and family. But yeah, that is probably one of my favorite services, and um, am I missing something? So yeah, so far I would say that's that's those are my services that I offer, and um, I'm going to be bringing in some more soon. We we didn't mention in what area are you located? Yes, I'm in Rigo, so Rigo, Quebec, uh, which is a little out there. A lot of people thought it was a bit risky to start an aesthetics business out in Rigo. Um, but it's actually been great because there's not a whole lot of competition around me, um, which is why some people thought it may not work because mm-hmm. maybe there wasn't a need for it as much. But I found quite the opposite. I'm really, really happy. Yeah. That's amazing, Leah. So I have a question. So if you can give one piece of advice to someone who would want to start their own business, mm-hmm. what would that advice be? Um, yeah, so one thing to, that is very important to do, obviously make a financial assessment. What investment do you need to put into it? So whether that's money, time, um, or energy, what do you need to put in and how soon will that pay off? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just really calculating things, just not jumping into anything without checking your time and you know financial situation um see what's available to you the government has programs for helping uh new businesses which is something so i hate the behind the scenes work and i really push those things off much longer than i should have i know i probably could have gotten more help if i had taken the time to look into it a bit more Uh, it's not my strength so i would highly recommend people really dig into what is available to you like government Mm -hmm. programs especially here in Quebec there's a lot of help uh with that kind of stuff don't be afraid to take calculated risks so Mm -hmm. as long as you you know really measure what what are you putting in and what do you expect to get out when do you expect to pay certain things off when where do you want to be in a certain amount of time is that possible and you know if it all makes sense even of course it's a risk to an extent but if it's a calculated risk go for it you know if it doesn't work out you make it work try something else but yeah I guess that's what I would say okay that's great good stuff great advice good advice to give to someone who's you know uh, trying to start or wanting to start a business Um, another question we have for you was do you ever have days where you just feel like oh my god did I make the right decision to open up my own business and how do you deal and cope with those days how do you keep yourself positive um, and motivated Mm. Yeah, that's been hard. So um, this past year <laughs> has been pretty pretty rough, I'd say. You know, uh, it's like I said, it's pretty much been a year since I've been open, so I only have years of experience to talk about. But with this pandemic, with mental health and um, ups and downs, financial ups and downs, my husband is also in the middle of some, he's been through some job changes recently too that's affected things. Um, in times when like I was quieter you know I'm building a clientele I had thankfully a small following from before and you know more built up over time but I just found that sometimes my headspace was not in the right I found in the late summer early fall it wasn't so good where I just felt down I didn't feel motivated and I can't tell you why I just 
I don't know. I think it was everything going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what did help me is trying to get on a routine. That is something I struggle with. Getting up at a certain time. Really... (laughs) limiting my coffee drinking Mm. because it's just at a certain point just causes grogginess you know to and I love my coffee (laughs) anyone who knows me everyone knows if you know Leia you know she loves coffee (laughs) so um it can be a help but it can also cripple you when not measured same thing with you know a glass of wine in the (laughs) in the evenings you know things like that um so really just self-control um whether I felt like it or not just forcing myself to do what I should do mm-hmm. I wanted another coffee no nope, let's go for a tea or I don't want to get up at this time but I'm going to force myself and kind of just when the feelings aren't working you just make yourself do what you know you should do and I don't know that's just kind of self-control literally <laughs> just working on that has helped get myself out of those little pits Well, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggled with. And especially this year with COVID, which is a super hard year for you to have started an organization, a company, Hmm. a business, a business. (laughs) All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) So it makes makes perfect sense. And you've been striving. So that's why we have you on this podcast. We want to show someone who's a great experience. What is your what is your Instagram? Yes. So, yeah, (laughs) sure. Um, so it's pretty simple. It's basically the name of my business. So it's Beauty. So Leia with L-E-A. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So everyone go give Leia a follow uh-huh. uh, on her Instagram. I think you also have Facebook, right? I do. Yes, I have a, the same thing. It's a business um, Facebook page. And okay, that cool. one is just Leia Chanel Beauty. Awesome. So anyone who is interested in Leia's services, you guys can follow her on Instagram. She has amazing tips and tricks. She knows everything. She is the plug <laughs> for beauty and skincare. I wish and I knew all everything. the above. You do. You're you're pretty you're pretty good with all that stuff. Well, thank you. A um, humble a humble one. Yes. She is a humble <laughs> one, that's for sure. For sure. But and, and even if you, you can't go out to Rigo to get her services, definitely follow her because as Karina said, you can get those perfect tips and tricks and ask yeah. her questions whenever you want. I think you also recently started a service where you can actually do a skin consultation yeah. over uh, FaceTime or, yeah. you know, Zoom or something like that. Can you talk to us a little bit about how that works yeah. for people who are unable to actually come to Rego for your services? Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. So there's a couple things that anyone could benefit from, even if you don't live close enough to actually physically enjoy um, any of my services. But yeah, definitely online skincare consultation is one of them. Uh, so far, those who've had it, feedback is amazing. So this is for, this will be about an hour session, uh, anywhere from like 45 minutes to an hour. It depends. Some people like to have more to talk about than others. Uh, this is for anyone who really wants to understand what kind of skin type do I have? Do I have any skin conditions? What's the difference between a skin condition and a skin type? Uh, why is my skin the way it is? And believe it or not, there's a lot we can learn about your skin based on your body morphology. Uh, there's four different types of body types, which is something a lot of people don't know. It kind of fascinates people every time. Uh, that's really cool. Um, so it's not about, I mean, it is about skin, but you'll learn a lot about yourself, about, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's really cool. And we'll go over little um, habits that we can change, like, how often you change your pillowcase if you struggle with acne or if your skin is dry, uh, what's important to do at night and not so much in the morning or vice versa. What makeup products and textures should you be leaning towards? 
we'll go over anything and everything. Any questions um, that you have about your own skin, we're going to solve that mystery. So anywhere in the world, <laughs> we'll do a Zoom uh, meeting. So yeah, if that interests you, hit me up on, I mean, my Instagram would be good, Facebook, whatever. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, on the on the note where we're kind of talking about the fact that you go over some tips and tricks, what are some tips and tricks for anyone who are listening? So it doesn't have to just necessarily be women. Mm-hmm. I know we're in 2020 now a lot. Uh, sorry, not 2020. <laughs> Whoa, 2022. Where are you, girl? <laughs> <laughs> <in> me. <laughs> uh, what I meant is we're in 2022 in 20. now. So a lot of a lot more people are are you know, willing and wanting to take care of their skin, whether it's men, whether it's women, what are some tips and tricks that you would recommend for anyone who has uh, either acne or problematic skin? Problematic yeah. skin? What are some tips and tricks you would uh, well, recommend? I mean, it really depends on the skin type and skin conditions or lack thereof, of course. Um, but right now, I mean, something I could say just for simply wintertime, we're in, you know, just finished January, we're in February now. And, you know, I don't know about you, but my hands are cracking and my lips are cracking. I tried to give give my husband a good morning kiss today and he like winced in pain because he had a big crack on his <laughs> poor lip. <laughs> a terrible uh, example of an esthetician's husband. <laughs> Shame on me. So um, yeah, we're all struggling due to weather. So whether you have acne, whether you um, are struggling with that, you have, you know, redness tendencies, dry tendencies, uh, no matter what age you're at, we're all dehydrated right now so it's important one thing that I like to tell people that's fun and easy to understand is we need to hydrate right now and we need to hydrate from the inside and the outside so I have some clients uh, who will come to me and we take a look at their skin and I could have a 23 year old with more fine lines I'm not talking about wrinkles but more fine lines than some of my 47 year old clients and that's shocking to some people and that really depends on their dehydration so when we see when we talk about wrinkles those are you know deep um deep lines in the skin some we also have expression lines often these are not as deep as age wrinkles and then lighter than that we have just fine lines and they're often around like the eye area because it's the thinnest skin on the body and therefore the water evaporates through your skin very easily there so we see fine lines so your skin is a grape think about a fresh green grape Uh, the skin is taut it will literally pop in your mouth because it's so taut the skin because it's so full of water now if you leave it on the counter for a few days the water will eventually start to evaporate and the thin skin will start to be a little bit shriveled like just so you have a little fine lines here and there why the skin is not plumped with the water underneath. So at this time of year, we all have these little fine lines on the surface, and that's because we're not drinking enough water a lot of the time. Uh, So it's very important to drink enough water in a day, and um, some people argue about how much that should be. Ask your doctor, ask your dermatologist what they recommend, of course, but I'd say, you know, at least between half to a liter of water a day would be the best two liters is amazing, uh, spaced out, of course. And then wearing proper hydration. This goes for men and women of all ages, hydrating from the inside. So drinking water, having your fruits and vegetables and uh, wearing a good hydration cream that creates a barrier, which will stop the water from evaporating. So that's just a big, something people don't think about hydrating from the inside and the outside. Yeah. So it is honestly really interesting because I'm not someone who takes 
care of my skin as I should. None of us really do. We have talked about hydration on our past episode about mental health. Yes. And how it does hydrate and give you energy. So it should be the same with our skin. Many benefits. It does have many benefits. And I'm glad that you brought that up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. So another question we kind of got was... Do you ever have a funny experience? So something that happened to you uh, along your either your journey of starting your own business or when you were in school becoming an esthetician? Make us laugh a little bit. Let's go, Leah. <laughs> um, I have to on. say, <laughs> these days, um, I have, especially now, you know, with my own business, my clients are all pretty awesome, pretty sensible. I don't have a lot of super weird stories, um, honestly, but I can think of two looking back that were pretty hilarious um so the first one goes way back to school and um we were in our waxing class so we're learning how to wax you know how you spread the wax in the direction of the hair pull in the opposite direction all this stuff and it wasn't mandatory to practice uh, bikini waxing thank goodness but of course our teachers suggested if we are comfortable to practice on each other it's a good idea because it is a very it's in very high demand, obviously, uh, when you will be in the real world, which is true. So um, I said, you know what? I trust you. And uh, one of my classmates, I, you know, told her, go ahead. You know, let's let's practice. I, you know, you seem seem like you got the hang of this. And so two of them together. So it was the weirdest thing. Um, I'm weirding people out. I know you <laughs> had two people wax you at the same two time. Two people were working on me. Were they waxing <laughs> your hoo ha? My hoo ha. <laughs> So here's the story. So one of them, our plan was to go to a spa that night um, after school and just, you know, chillax. We had been through a lot of exams, thought that would be nice. I was very single at the time. So down there was, you know, it was its own thing. And I said, you know, I can't go to the spa like this. Perfect timing. So here we are. Uh, Before you know it, something is stuck. There is yanking involved. There is... (laughs) redness involved there is searing pain involved oh my goodness. i have a very high pain tolerance oh, i no. think anyway uh, and i remember i was just smiling because i was kind of in shock but i was crying i was smiling with tears running down my face saying it's okay it's okay i trust you i trust you and my friends are shaking and crying because they're hurting me <laughs> so <laughs> The teacher had to intervene and get down there. And she found that they had gotten it, the, the wax so stuck down there that she couldn't get it off. Oh, no. So all I know is that through sweat and tears, too much sweat, uh, we're at a point where she said, <laughs> okay, ready? One, two. And she finally broke free that piece. She said she cleaned up a little bit, tried to fix some things. And I said, okay, I don't care at this point. I did not go to the spa that night. <laughs> I feel like I remember this story pretty well. You could hardly walk. Oh uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. So I remember I called uh, called them on the phone on the way. I was like, I don't think I can go to the spa. She's like, you better not go to the spa. <laughs> so I get home. I poured myself. You know, you know your average glass of wine. I filled it like to the rim, to the rim. not just a hefty glass of wine, a full, literal full glass of wine. I watched a TV show. I was sighing baby sighs on my couch as I was traumatically getting over it. And uh, so I dared look at the end of the night to see uh, that masterpiece down there. And uh, I was surprised to find a like New York skyline going on. (laughs) I think I had asked for just like a regular high cut, simple, I can wear a bathing suit kind of thing. But I ended up with the wackiest thing I've ever seen. And 
I started crying. I thought it wasn't even worth it. <laughs> the pain wasn't worth it. But I promise you, bikini waxes are not like that. <laughs> it's a terrible example. That is a, just don't go to a school to get a bikini wax. That's all I got to say. Especially in the beginning. I think it oh, was a yeah. learning opportunity. The person definitely learned their lesson after that. I would I'm assume. sure she did. I highly recommend if you are going to be going to any salons or spas to get your bikini wax. There's nothing wrong. That can actually be a great experience. I've had one client dope off almost during her bikini wax so it can go great and really well but um just ask how long the esthetician maybe has been doing bikini waxes because you definitely learn as you go and it takes time yeah but that's a weird story yeah that was a wow, that great was story thank you for sharing that Leah. oh there you go wow okay and so i'm assuming you've never asked for that same experience ever again you've never asked for the new york skyline no i didn't find it was the trendiest thing i thought about starting something but nope not after that That no wasn't worth it (laughs) too much trauma related awesome well thank you for sharing that that is a funny story so speaking of waxing Mm mm-hmm how about how do we care for ingrown hairs or how do we make sure we don't get ingrown hairs while waxing shaving Mm -hmm. anything like that yeah i would know i struggle with the worst ingrown hairs i've had ingrown hairs that have caused swelling to the size of like a grape (laughs) it's so bad so yes that's a big issue a lot of people are scared to wax uh, again because their first experience was like that so You can get ingrown hairs, whether you shave or wax, of course, Uh, most would know this. Some are more uh, predisposed to it than others. Uh, But basically what is happening when we have an ingrown hair is when you rip out a hair, which is what happens when you wax, you're literally yanking the follicle out. So it's sensitive, it's sore, but there's, there's literally no more hair follicle in there anymore. So when your hair grows back, you're starting fresh. So the baby hair... Um, as opposed to when you shave, uh, it's a fresh new hair. So it's very weak and it starts to grow in your follicle. And when it tries to push through the surface of your skin to come to the surface, if your skin is not thin enough or not hydrated enough, the hair can't break through the skin and then curls and then starts to snowball under your skin. And um, sometimes you can see it. Sometimes it's on the surface enough to pick it out, you know, with your nail, which I don't recommend because you can scar yourself. Uh, or pull out with tweezers. Sometimes it's deep and you can't get to it and that's really unpleasant and painful. So the answer is uh, make sure that you're going to an experienced esthetician, like I said for the Brazilian bikini stuff. Um, yes, always make sure that your esthetician is um, knows what she's doing, that she's waxing properly. That will make a world of a difference first. Um, second, when you are done your waxing, Within the next 48 hours is a good time to exfoliate. Exfoliating is essential to avoiding ingrown hairs. So um, there's a few different options. You can use a body scrub. You can make your own by mixing brown sugar and olive or coconut oil. I personally find that's one of the best ways. Just make sure you clean your shower out really well because you may slip and crack your neck. Or like neck. me. <laughs> has yeah. experienced that. Oh my gosh. I definitely have. It's the worst. My husband almost died because I forgot to wash out the tub properly after. It's... Learn from our mistakes, yes. everyone. Yes, please don't die. This like is a disclaimer. Skiing. I felt like I was literally skiing in my bathtub. <laughs> That's quite accurate. Yeah. Oh, it's a horrible thought. Anyway, so if you will use sugar and oil, make sure that you uh, scrub your bathtub out really well to avoid slipperiness. Um, so 
Uh, you can use a scrub, you can make your own scrub, or you can use a exfoliation mitt. That's one of my favorites. I actually like to combine the two. And you should be exfoliating at least once a week. And this is so hard for so many of us to remember, but hang it in your shower, your little exfoliation mitt, or buy a scrub that's easy to use, or make a jar full of a scrub that's easy to use so it's not too uh, much of a big deal. When you exfoliate your skin, you're removing the dead and dry skin cells on the surface. When there's no dead and dry skin cells, there's no like crusty barrier that's stopping that baby hair from pushing through. Also, uh, after each shower, after each time you exfoliate, and ideally every night before you go to bed, really moisturize your body. Uh, get a, Especially in the winter, like a thick body butter, like the kind that comes in a jar, you flip it upside down, it doesn't move, like that's the best. Keeping your skin hydrated with a nice body butter, which is usually a good mix of oil and water-based products, mostly oil. It's very softening, very nourishing. So when the skin is hydrated, and exfoliated it is soft it is soft to the touch it looks soft it's more comfortable and the baby hairs can push through like magic if you accidentally waited a little too long and you do start feeling itchy you you feel those little bumps uh, those little ingrowns it's never too late just start exfoliating very gently don't scrub too hard because you don't want to hurt yourself but in gentle circular motions after the second maybe exfoliation you'll see your ingrown hairs will come right out If ever, you know, you can pick one out with a uh, tweezer if you need to. But again, if you stay hydrated and exfoliated, you're going to be fine. Consistency is what's important. Great. Great. Thank you for answering that question. So (laughs) some of these questions actually were asked to Leah on her Instagram page. And so we're we're kind of asking them on behalf of, of your followers. So the next question that I would like to know personally as well is what's a great cleanser for acne prone skin? Yeah, so there's a few out there. Uh, what's important with cleansing when it comes to acne, a lot of us tend to go for the drugstore, dermatologist tested products, which is fine. You know, I'm not going to speak against any dermatologist. Uh, trust your doctor, of course. Sometimes I find that dermatologists, like they have one goal, you know, cure the acne, get rid of that uh, acne bacteria. And uh, we also, but we also need to focus on like soothing, comforting, hydrating, all those other things matter too. So there are some good drugstore cleansers that are okay. For example, CeraVe, that moisturizing one, I find like if you were looking for a very affordable option, I benefited from that when I was struggling really badly with acne uh, years ago. It was not a bad choice. It left my skin feeling pretty okay. So that's an option. Uh, I personally like, I am biased. I love this product line. I work with it. I sell it. Uh, It's the Nelly Diverse uh, product line. Uh, I know, Karina, you're uh, familiar with it. Mm -hmm, Yeah. There's a few lines within the line, and uh, the Bio Acne line is uh, is really great. There's two. There's um, a gel cleanser, and then there's also foaming wash. My favorite is the foaming wash for all skin types. It's normally what we would say is the foaming one is better for very, very thin, uh, sensitive skin, and the thicker gel one is for thicker to normal skin types. I honestly feel the um, the foaming one is good for all. So it's very, uh, it's very gentle. It's very light. It foams up not because of harmful foaming agents, but rather uh, glucose, like a natural sugar. It is. It has primrose extract in it. Primrose is known to be very soothing and comforting for the skin. When we have acne, yes, we want to uh, eliminate the dirt in our pores, the bacteria that is uh, mixed with dirt and sebum that causes inflammation, that causes pustules and discomfort. But we also really need to focus on controlling the sensitivity. 
So when we have acne, we often see swelling, we see redness either in general over the face or simply around a uh, pimple. So um, we need to focus on soothing. So the Biotense Foaming Cleanser is on, a, it's a micellar foaming cleanser too. So there is micellar water in it, which is an ancient, <laughs> ancient is a strong word, but it is an old, well-known product that works extremely well for uh, gently removing dirt and oils. And um, yeah, so it is gentle, it's pH balanced, so it does not leave you dry and uh, sensitized afterwards. It's it's just a beautiful, it actually kind of works as a toner. You, could, you don't even need to rinse it off because leaving a thin residue on the skin after wiping it off with a cotton will actually um, leave a hydrating, protective pH balanced barrier and then you can apply your cream on right after that. If anyone has more questions about that feel free to uh, to message me um, on my social media but uh, yep it's a wonderful product. Wow that's amazing perfect well thank you so much Leah we really appreciate all your uh, you know information and knowledge on everything skincare and aesthetic. All right Leah so we have a couple just maybe two last questions for you. Have you ever had an experience with a customer that's been super awkward or confrontational? I mean, not really. I mean, bikini waxes, people often when it's their first time, they're they're awkward and my my joy is to help them be relaxed and make it a fun, ex- fun relaxing experience. So that's fun. Um, but there was, there was a time where I slapped a client in the face. Oh my God, you need to tell us this <laughs> which story. Which could have been awkward. Thank gosh, it wasn't really. So... Um, I was giving a facial. This client had come to see me a few times. I was working at a uh, West Island spa at the time. And we're in, you know, like the dark, relaxing room. It was near the very end of her facial. She had had her mask on her skin for a little while now. And I'm assuming she was asleep just by... uh, just by looking at her and so what I usually do is uh, to remove the facial mask I put a nice moist hot towel on the face and what I would like to do is especially because my clients are often sleepy at this point I'll put the hot towel over just kind of uh, hovering above their face and I kind of let it flow a little bit so that they feel that hot air so that they don't get kind of shocked when I put it on their skin just you know just mentally preparing them for something hot to be on their face so I was doing that and uh, I was pretty much waving a towel back and forth above her head and one of my fingers slipped and I had been moving it quite vigorously, I guess. She would have never known because you don't hear anything. But the towel, the way I let go of it, it whipped in a way that it swung around and slapped her on the other side <laughs> of her face so loud that it sounded like a spank. Like it was just... Oh my goodness. And my heart fell into my butt. I was so <laughs> horrified at what I just did. Sure, eyes popped wide open. I just said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I like, you know, cupped her face with my hands. I <laughs> tried to comfort her. And I'm so sorry. She burst out laughing. I was like gonna crap my pants. I was so embarrassed and I couldn't believe what I just did. Um, <laughs> thank goodness she she knew me well enough to just, you know, assume that something just went terribly wrong and that wasn't part of the treatment. We we, we laughed the whole time. I couldn't she couldn't relax we couldn't relax after that, but it was it was good. She was awesome. <laughs> now I get to say, unfortunately, that I've slapped a client in the face. 
Okay, um, well, it was clearly by mistake. And yes. it wasn't with your hand. It was with the towel. Fair enough. Fair enough. Which I don't know what... You know when someone uses a towel to smack you in the kitchen there? Uh, yeah, your, your big brother is, slaps you? That really hurts. That's yeah. the equivalent of what I did to her face, the poor woman. Yeah. Kind of feels like a, like yeah. a whip. Yeah, it was, it was. I whipped her in the face. Poor Beautiful. Lisa. <laughs> did she ever come back? I love you, Lisa. <laughs> uh, she did, yes. And we've chuckled about it ever since, so... That's amazing. That's a great client. Yes. Very chill. Good story. <laughs> We're glad to hear it ended well, at yes. least. Yes. Imagine. Ugh. <laughs> so the final, final question, my favorite question. Go for it. What's something, a product, mm-hmm. and it could be makeup or skincare product, okay. Okay. that you could never live without? Ugh. It's hard to add them together. I feel like, okay, I'm going to have to say two, like okay. one for skincare, one for makeup, because... Never take makeup over skincare. That's just a rule, <laughs> personally. Um, can't live without, I would have to say, toner uh, for skincare because toner cleanses in a way, but it also hydrates. It's not as hydrating as a hydrator. It doesn't cleanse as well as a cleanser. It's meant to just simply balance the pH level. But if I just need one thing to live with, unfortunately, that's what I would choose, I think. And as far as makeup, blush by far. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember reading in one of my, so when I was young, I'd collect tons of makeup books uh, from chapters. I'd get gift cards for chapters and all I'd buy is like Bobby Brown and all these makeup books and I still have them all. And I remember reading in one of them, uh, the, I forget her name, the author, which is terrible. Um, but she said that she went on a plane ride and when she got off the plane ride, she looked at herself in the mirror and she was just really horrified with the way she looked. And she had nothing in her purse but a lipstick. And she used a bit of lipstick on her fingers to kind of, you know, make creamy blush on her cheeks. And the she said she was just in awe of the difference it made. She just looked rosy and fresh and awake. And, you know, she had looked awful five seconds before. And, you know, for myself, it's true, too. If I can't, if I have no time to put any makeup on or I don't want to, whether it's powder blush or cream blush, just a little wash over the apples of your cheeks, a little bit on the bridge of your nose, uh, and a tiny bit, uh, basically, on the outer, outer ends of your eyelid. That just freshens you up. You look awake. You look lively. You don't need mascara. You don't even need concealer at that point. Um, it's just the it's the, the best way, yeah, to look alive. <laughs> Perfect. And I just want to mention, she's wearing all blush colors today. <laughs> so it did go it did go perfectly Pink with what you were saying. Is my thing. <laughs> great. Well, thank you so so much, Leah, for being here. Mm-hmm. I we definitely didn't ask you all the questions we had for you, but I think if anyone has any questions, they will reach out to you on yeah. Instagram or Facebook. And we do we do suggest that you do because Leah is the nicest person and she will answer you as Aww. soon as she has availability. She is a busy boss ass <laughs> woman. So give her some time to answer you, but she will and she is a pleasure to work with. Mm, so thank you so much for coming on our podcast Leah thank you so much for watching and tuning in please don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube and on Spotify as well as follow Leah on her Instagram leah.chanel.beauty right? exactly awesome okay (laughs) well thank you so much guys and we'll see you next Tuesday for episode 5